0: What's up, Internet? Welcome to this week's Image Comics Reviews from the Comics Pals. Uh, thank you to Image for sending us the advanced reviews of all of their weekly books every week so that we get a chance to review them here for you folks, day and date. Uh, this week, we are going to be getting a look at Second Chances number 1 as well as Radiant Black number 7. Uh, of course, Second Chances, a brand new book, um... Mostly a pretty fresh creative team, too. Um, Not too many names that I recognize. Um, You know, I got to say, I had it pulled up. I don't see them. Someone want to pull those up for me while I jump into this book. But Second Chances, a new number one. It is a very interesting styled book. We've got a a black and white art style. Um, It's got kind of a, I don't know, neo-noir Kind of vibe to it, a uh, bit of a crime story. What did we, uh, what did we think about this one?
1: Interesting. Yeah, I had fun with it. Yeah, this was cool.
0: I, I like the rhythm of it for a first issue, you know, like it, it starts, um, in the middle of the action, which is definitely, I think, helpful for this kind of story in general. Mm. Um, but you know you have that very very familiar opening of a noir story, right? Of like a phone call rings. There's a a guy sitting at a, a desk smoking a cigarette. Like what's the call? And then we're in it. You yeah, know,
1: it, a a dame walks into the office. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely. was it was super cool. Like uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I I, I wasn't really expecting it to have been black and white all the way through. Um, but I liked. I think the choice to not use colors. It was um. it it, i think it heightened some of the the moments and um all the line work really really well done uh there's a shot that i'm I'm, i just pulled up where they're in the garage and uh for you youtube listeners that like middle panel right there like i love the way the pillars and the shadows Mm -hmm. are all rendered Mm -hmm. it's all super uh like like very detailed
0: even on that same page right above it there's like the exit sign and it like has light to it even though it's in black and white like yeah the use of light is is really really cool it really gives it that kind of uh, black and white film kind of feel um and I, I did find the creative team here apologies for that earlier uh, it's ricky mamone and max uh, bertolini um ricky uh described by image as an up-and-coming writer and max berlini uh worked on the witcher and nathan never previously so um yeah kind of a fresh team and I, I was i was impressed i was impressed by this being my my first brush of their work
2: the credits page is on the uh, on the very last page of the book even behind the the ads, which is weird it is it odd. weird i was d c hopkins on letters scroll into the whole thing trying to find it yeah me too um yeah really cool, really interesting it feels very um dylan dog do you guys know
0: that i'm not familiar No. no is that a is that a british thing
2: no kind of an old indie comics i think it was a vampire thing there's a film i think
0: with brandon ruth okay maybe 2012 yeah this gave me like very the main character reminds me of john wick like, hmm. he, he has that kind of energy a little bit, I feel like, of... And maybe it's just because he's got long hair and he's, like, got this, you know... Uh, I could see, I could see him being a Keanu Reeves character, for sure. Yeah. And, I don't know, like, just... That mixed with the, the noir vibe, but also this, like, weird, like, futuristic... These people in these robot, like, hmm. mech suits who were trying that to... That was see. cool. Yeah, it was unexpected. Um... It's weird cuz like it happened and I was like, "Whoa, that feels like a real pivot." Like yeah. b- based on everything else. And like not in a bad way, but in a very like comic booky like yeah. What are the fucking rules here though then? Like is this like a cyberpunk thing? Like is it in the future but like like the 50s noir energy is just like in vogue in this future or you know what I mean? Like what wh- where am I? What time is it right now and uh, good questions to be asking because like I'm, I'm interested in the setting, you know, I'm interested in learning more about these characters and what, what the stakes really are here for them.
1: I think the, uh, I think the, the styles mixing works really well. You um, know, you, you get a lot of like Japanese crime film and I think that's sort of mm-hmm. what the, the masks and the, the, they look like um, yokai masks, like mm-hmm. ghost demon masks mm-hmm. and stuff. Sure. And I, I think that, that meshes really really well um it, stylistically man this book has it um i was not expecting to be like so into it um i'm definitely here for a, an issue too and uh, i'm interested in this main character story I'm, I'm realizing that i don't even remember the main character's name which i guess is maybe prob- problematic i remember paul yeah i got
0: shot i don't even know if they said his name now no, that I'm, you don't remember it i'm thi- well yeah but but I I actually don't know that they said his name. Because Paul's name gets Paul and his daughter Emma get name dropped multiple times. I remember those characters' names, and mm-hmm. Emma's the one who gets injected with that stuff by whoever the woman is who calls him at the end, and then you know I guess seemingly killed her parents. I'm not totally sure what happened there, but
2: well, so that was that was one complaint I had was as good as the art is the the lack of color doesn't necessarily help differentiate the characters. Uh, because when uh, when our main character breaks into the house, I thought the girl who got the shot was dead on the floor. And then she attacks him.
1: Oh, at like towards the end?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying.
2: So I yeah, there's some there's some like both I, I think in the art and then maybe with like the the writing, it could have also been that caption that is also just right next to that body. <clears throat> I don't know, it just didn't, I see. you know, there it just didn't work for me the way that, that idea wasn't quite conveyed, I think correctly in my head. Like in the
1: context in the context of the pacing at that point, because of yeah. where that box is placed, like I'm showing it for the YouTube video the YouTube audiences, like over here on this side. You you associate it with the body because we were just talking about how the the killer would have already reached the house and they're in danger and stuff, and that was her.
2: Oh fuck, wait. <laughs> Emma is the person I guess wrapping up the bodies. Right, yeah, yeah she is. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Emma is the daughter I miss of that Paul. Completely. And she gets met in this parking garage by the woman who calls him at the end and she <laughs> injects her with whatever this thing is that's right. making her hallucinate. And then she went to her parents' home and you know, her her dad's already dead, so I don't know if maybe she killed her mom, she killed some of the people that work there or yeah. something. Tying up loose ends. Yeah, I'm not yeah. totally uh totally sure what the thing is there, but I got the sense that they're trying to frame her for murder. And then yeah, our yeah. our main character is gonna, you know, back her up.
2: I thought it was the main character unwrapping the bodies, and that was why. Oh, I see. Okay, and I think I so okay. That sort of, I mean, that even sort of adds a little bit. I mean, the the clothing designs there, I sort of missed. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think um, that's
0: the thing. Is I, I think that the 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 outfits did a good job of visually making the characters feel distinct um for me anyway i'm not discrediting that you had that confusion but because you know she's got like the puffy jacket on and everything and that was the thing that kept me uh kept me consistent with who she was that she's got this very like boa like fur trim on her her coat um and our our main characters got you know the more like miami suit with the loud print shirt and no tie kind of look going on
1: This was fun, man. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm Obl- here
0: for it. I dug it. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was... It was like a nice first issue. It's brisk. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... You know, it makes good use of its time. And it... I think it definitely does a good enough job of explaining things to get you on the hook. But not so much mm-hmm. that I feel like I have all the pieces yet. You know? So yeah. I got to see an issue two and issue three to see if I'm really on the hook for it. Like long term, mm-hmm. but... Um, as an issue number one i thought it was pretty strong showing i gotta say the art while it was good here i don't know i don't
2: know if it's something that i would want to keep reading and keep seeing um i i liked it here but it i don't know it's a it's a style that for me could and and has historically sort of um gotten old i guess is the the with, way to put it
1: with lack of colors or like the the way that he draws more
2: more, uh, more the style not necessarily this artist but you I know there okay. i there are people with a similar style who you know over a longer period um just it sort of loses loses something as it goes on sure yeah
0: yeah i i don't know i think that's why i feel like it's a book i need to see more of yeah um yeah, so like I guess I guess I I, I forgot to mention at the top uh, something we started doing on our comic book reviews uh, last Thursday is bringing in a new rating system for each book that we review. So um, we're either going to uh, say that we feel that you should drop it, pull it, uh, or trade weight it, and it. I think for me, I would pull it right now because Sam. I like this first issue and I feel like I want to get. Uh, another one and see how I feel about it, but I think that's for me. I don't necessarily think that this is like a book that everybody needs to go pull. But if what we said about it sounds interesting to you, if if the art style and you know you like a, a noir, you know action adventure type story, um, it seems like a for fans of the genre type thing. Maybe not a breakout standout must read, but yeah. I found it engaging and I'm willing to give it at least another issue or two to see if it if it does hook me. Yeah. Um
2: okay. Based on that rating system, I think I might uh, I might cautiously trade weight it. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair to say.
1: Uh I'm with Pete. I'm playing this.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to see uh see what issue two has in store. All right. So let's uh let's jump into Radiant Black number seven. Of course, uh this is by Kyle Higgins with Marcelo Costa uh on art and then we have uh, Natalia Marquez on colors and Becca Carey on letters. Um, so issue seven is i is both the start of a new arc and kind of picking us up from the cliffhanger that we were left with in, in issue five, right? Issue six, we had a fill-in artist. We went back and got the backstory on uh, Radiant Red. So this is kind of... Following up on on the team being assembled, we're getting seemingly the introduction of our primary villain, or at least one of our main antagonists here, uh, and we see the Radiants kind of get into their first fight together. You know, which is I think the thing that we were all um, jazzed about and excited about coming out of issue number five. So, Kale, I'll start with you. Uh, you've been pretty lukewarm on this series. I know you've you've generally enjoyed the art. You're a fan of the you know the Sentai genre in general. Um, And it was when we got the reveal of the team that I feel like you really perked up with this book. So mm-hmm. how did you feel about issue number seven now that we kind of got our first taste of them in action um, and, and them kind of trying to get in a rhythm with each other as a team?
2: I think it's great. I mean, it's all classic Power Ranger Sendai stuff um i think the action is really cool i think you know i think the the very we get better looks at the costume variations which i think is dope i think some of the um the differences between um the the radiance is you know uh both physically costume power and um sort of personality wise are all really interesting um and I think the um, the conflict that's being set up here is looks like it's going to be really really cool. Um, I liked um, oh especially uh, later on uh, the the way that Marcella Costa uses the pink gradients power. She uh, she makes a uh, teleporting holes.
0: And so like portals, like from the uh, game portals, portals. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like very much that same kind of vibe teleporting
2: you know, holes, you know, teleporting holes. <laughs> um, but um, I like that it goes wrong. Yeah, that's in cool. a way, it they uh, uh, our radiant, radiant black, and then pink get shot into space where they finally get sort of the macro view of what's coming. And uh, that was dope. I found that frustrating. I I didn't like that it
1: was kind of just interjected into like, like you'd be getting a glimpse and it's like, I understand the function, but I I don't know if I immediately enjoyed it because we just get the glimpse and I'm like, oh, now they're stuck here. And this is going to be where they continue. But then they, they just like, oh, we can zip all the way back down to wherever where she had been uh i guess jumping around from you know places on earth to all of a sudden being uber far in wherever neck of the wick space space um uh, i don't know it, it didn't it didn't immediately grab me that kind of just like threw me off and i was like all right i get
0: it but i'm not interested yet i definitely fell on kale side with that where i liked that because i think it what I liked about this issue, um, I mean, aside from the art, which was dope, I agree with Kill. I thought the action beats were fun, um, mm-hmm. was that I think it, it really did a good job of starting to establish character dynamics, mm. and I thought that um, similarly how when we had that fight between uh, Radiant Black and Radiant Red, and both of them had the realization that there were uh, levels to their power that they hadn't figured out yet, that's what this yeah. was right yeah. this was establishing okay so this is what pink's power is and here are here are the the immediate like you can see oh yeah she can teleport okay mm-hmm. and then it's like they have that we're falling and she's like okay i need to teleport and save us and they end up thousands of you know miles light years away whatever because she didn't realize that she had to account for speed and that's something where you're like okay that actually teaches you a lot about the mechanics of this world as mm-hmm. well as to kale's point teasing Um, what's to come in the narrative and, like, upping the stakes a little bit Mm. while also um, doing that in a way that's non-exposition-based. And because uh, they get stuck in that scenario, you also have the opportunity to have Radiant Black and Radiant Pink who have only uh, kind of... Just met. Just met, and every single one of their dialogue interactions up until this point have been them kind of, like, talking shit to each other. Then their backs are up against the wall, radiant black has an idea we figure out that their powers can combine and have results that we didn't realize Mm -hmm. that's another new piece of information that didn't have to be exposited uh and they become friends right Mm -hmm. and like maybe not like they're maybe they're not bffs or whatever right but like they go from being at odds to like they survive and The she's like, "Holy shit, we're not dead!" And he's like, "You totally killed it!" And she's like, "Are you kidding me? What did you?" They have that moment of like, "Oh, cool, there's chemistry here. Like, we could be a team." You see the team starting to build. What were you gonna say, Kyle? They bond. Yeah, exactly. And then on the Um, other side of things, right? We see like yellow and red are are broken off now, so they're gonna get a chance to have some character building moments. I would imagine in this next issue, as we ideally learn more about our villain. Um, yeah, I, I, don't know. I thought this was a really, a really well paced issue that made good use of its time. And I think it probably feels that way. And like, maybe cause I'm grading on a bit of a radiant black curve because there have been a lot of issues where very little happens. And this feels like it was very, very deliberate in every choice that it made and every yeah. moment, either enhanced character, our understanding of the universe or, the overall scope of the narrative a little bit, and I, I appreciated it for that.
2: Yeah, I just uh, you know can't wait for the next issue when we have to figure out what uh, radiant pink's mom eats for breakfast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I like those issues. How
2: yellow pays his
0: taxes? Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Marco. I, then... I I definitely like those more than I dislike them, but. I uh, I understand the frustration. It's um, uh, and and uh,
2: I've said this the whole way through. Generally, I would agree with you. Hmm. It's the way the everything keeps getting broken up. Yeah, that yeah, That for sure. is frustrating me,
0: and I I would um, agree with that. So second arc, uh,
2: I think you know starts strong. It's a strong start. So
0: I I I think my major takeaway from this issue is, like, I just hope things are more focused from here. I do. Yeah. Because I think that issue five and issue seven back-to-back, like, in a vacuum, um, is the kind of pace that I want for this book. Yep. Because now that it's moving, I don't want it to stop. If it's going to just continually slow things down, um, I do think that's going to be a problem. And I don't have a problem with books that slow down, but, like, you need to have those slow periods after major beats. And... I need at least a few issues of this being what we're dealing with and being the imminent threat and the imminent thing that is on everybody's mind and using that as an opportunity to build an established character and team dynamics um, before I'm ready for another slow period where I learn more about the background of the characters because I don't care enough about the characters to really want to know their backgrounds in that deep of a way yet. And I know I can. Because I, I liked them in this issue. I like them and I like the way they play off each other. And to your point, Kale, I like how distinct each of their personalities and power types and and looks are. Because that's a thing we've criticized a bunch of books for. Um, You know, most recently a book we really liked, like, like now- Nice House on the Lake. Um, we talked about how it's like it's kind of hard to remember which character is which. And like, you, I don't know. The, whereas these characters feel very clear and like easy to keep up with because of each of those distinct things right whether Mm -hmm. it's their voice their look or you know their power set um it gives you immediate things to grab onto with them as characters so like i feel like we have a strong foundation built here after seven issues and that's what i've been hoping for for this book so if this arc can kind of take this momentum and like start running with it um i I think i'm gonna be pleased i i expectations are not high though <laughs> yeah I don't know it's it's tough to say um, I like that the next issue that they're teasing like it seems like it's picking up from here so hopefully we ride this wave a little bit longer
1: yeah <laughs> I uh, it definitely popped when they were like
0: oh what sentai is that <laughs> yeah that's good I was like all right well done." yeah I thought you might appreciate that you too um, yeah any other any other thoughts here? Yeah this is a drop for me. <laughs> oh yeah
2: I I would say this is still I mean still I would I would call this whole series a cautious poll.
0: yeah I think I think I would probably say um it's it's a better candidate for a trade weight. I think if you had picked up because volume one comes out this week as well. So if yep. you p- picked up volume 1 now and then read issue 7, I think you'd have ha- you'd have a better time with it than we did reading it month to month up till now.
1: That's fair. Yeah, for sure. I think the pacing there would be would work in your benefit.
0: Yeah, agreed. That said, um I did forget actually there is one other uh category in this and that's our pick of the week. And I'm going to give this my pick of the week. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this issue a lot. Um and I want to see I want to see it continue to build on the promise of what's been established here. Um, if it can't, if it doesn't, um, I'm, I don't think I have a lot of rope left to give this book.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. If yeah. it,
0: if it slows down to a point where I feel like it's crawling again. Um, but I haven't felt that way about uh, the last few issues, you know, like, I mean, granted six did slow things down, but we know why that happened. Right. Marcelo Costa had a hand injury and, and, they needed to um, to space that out, right? Like, I, th- I think he needed a break from the book. Um, so the idea that they took that opportunity to, to provide backstory on a character that they were going to give at some point anyway, it's like, all right, whatever.
2: Didn't somebody also get COVID recently?
0: I'm not sure Can about you see that. you hear about that? Don't remember. Not totally sure there. Um, I mean, it's not that team. yeah so if that is the case right like delays are are what they are so like while that definitely sucks i'm not gonna like i'm trying not to hold that against the book you know yeah um so yeah i'm 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 definitely here for for issue number eight um it feels like we're getting in a groove and i'm i'm here for it i'm here for where it is right now so see you back next month for the other for the next one um Yeah, so uh, pick of the week from you two, and then we'll wrap it up.
2: There's only two books. It's Radiant Black for me. Okay. Second chances.
0: (laughs) All right, sounds good. Well, thank you all for joining us here on another round of Image Comic Reviews. From the Comics Pals, thank you to Image Comics for giving us access to those advanced copies so that we can uh, get these books out and reviewed to you day and date. Uh, Make sure, if you haven't before, you go check out our main show, The Comic Spouse, our weekly comic book podcast, where we discuss uh, kind of the news and goings on of the industry and the characters you love in any medium. Um, This week on the show, we talked all about Substack and the major moves. Uh, that it is kind of making to enter the comics industry, as well as the controversy that does go along with it as a platform. Um, we had a pretty deep discussion about it, and uh, there's a there's a ton there to dig into, um, as well as the uh, closure of Wizard World. Pretty big week, so... Uh, We had a great show. Go check that one out. Um, And if you do comment on these shows, we actually read uh, our listener comments on that main show. So if you have been someone who's been checking out our image reviews, has never checked out the main show, um, that is where we reply to all your messages. So go check that out. And if you want to get some more comic reviews, uh, tune back in tomorrow, and we'll have our reviews for Marvel, DC, and everybody else. So, uh, yeah, until next time, we've been the Comics Pals. See you next week. Comics Pals need a second chance.